Hey, Fro. Hi. How does a train eat? How does a train eat? I don't know. Choo-choo, choo-choo. <laughs> choo-choo, choo-choo, yeah. Okay. Coming up on this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about the news of the week, Survivor Series results, ADC's Best Person Ever tournament, Justice League, and Mindhunter, episode 5. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen episode 111, or 111, depends how you read it. Let's say hi to the one that's pregnant. Hi, Luke. How are you? <laughs> hi, bro. Hi, everybody. That's yeah. not me. I'm, I think you, you're off by one person, but... What? Isn't it you that's pregnant? No. Not right now. Oh, it's me. It's me. And it's an elephant because the snail turns out. Yeah, there's a. What do you call it? The what? The, the trunk. The trunk of the elephant. Oh, right. Okay, I see what you're yeah, it, It's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hello, American Tilly. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah, since. Since Luke is pregnant, you have to be the American. See what okay. I did there? I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say that you were pregnant with an elephant because you've been pregnant for 22 months. No, I'm <laughs> pregnant with an elephant because the trunk is showing out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Shit Jokes with Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's pregnant life treating you, Tilla? Uh, Alright, I guess. Still very tired, yeah. but baby's moving more and more. So it's kind of swings and roundabouts. Cool. And what about you, Luke? <sighs> I'm doing good. Uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. So I'm going to be leaving, go to my family's house and do the Thanksgiving thing that you guys don't do. Gobble, uh, gobble, yeah. Gobble, I don't gobble, understand correct. this. Yeah. But you still have Black Friday, I'm assuming, which is weird. I was talking about that with somebody the other yes. day that other countries. I th- oh, I was talking to Grass Dragon about it. Australia has. Uh, and other places have Black Friday, which is based off of our Thanksgiving, but don't have Thanksgiving, yep. which is weird to think we about as, as an American. We definitely have Black Friday. Uh, we have Black Friday so much that uh, I fucking forgot to look for something at 8 o'clock today that I was supposed to look for. 
yeah, I think it's yeah. the shops, like the retail giants that have decided that we need Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely not Same me. as Halloween and Valentine's Day I... getting all big. Some of well, them are just that... all, all the companies, the ones there and the ones here, are probably owned by the same company, the giant yep. parent yeah. corporation, which they all decide, yeah. And I'm sure they saw, oh, it works in America, let's try it other places. And I'm sure it works other places too, so... But it's kind of weird the way with Thanksgiving. I was talking to my dad about it when he was in America. Like he have never, uh, ha- we've never had Thanksgiving in Norway. Uh, and he, when he grew up, uh, um, they never had Thanksgiving because my dad grew up in 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 Norway and America a little like above. And it was so 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 fucking weird. That we don't have any tra- traditions at all around it. Like, well, not really, the- because it has nothing to do with anywhere but America. Because of the I know, but of- yeah. I mean, my family. I mean, my family. Oh, because your dad uh, lived in America, right? My my dad is American. Yeah, half American. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. No. I mean, it's one of the better holidays. I'd say it's it's a weird holiday because number one, it is kind, kind of celebrating of uh, us murdering the Indians. Yeah, but, I, was going to say that. I don't. And that's only if you think of it that way. If you just are celebrating it as giving thanks for your family, and then you get to eat a bunch of food, that's what I say. It's like I celebrate Christmas, but I'm an atheist. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's more just the uh, the opportunity to do nice things with the people you love, rather mm-hmm. than hey, I'm really thankful that America exists. I actually prefer Thanksgiving to Christmas personally, but I think that there, some people wouldn't say it. But I mean. It's just uh, it's just funner, I think, because it's a lot of really good food, and you don't have to buy anything for anyone, which it can be annoying. I mean, it can be stressful. That's the thing. Christmas is so much more stressful than Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think is why I like it more. I was going to ask that because I don't know if the, you get like Thanksgiving presents or anything, or if anybody does that. No, it's but... just everybody. Like uh, at least in my family, everybody brings something to the meal, so that's kind of the present, and then everybody sits down and eats together. So I mean, that's yeah. the tradition really uh, see that's supposed to be every sunday over here mm. not many people do it quite a lot of families still do sunday dinners but i we never really did <laughs> if i do it if i decide i'm gonna do a sunday dinner it normally happens on tuesday <laughs> well let's go into the news of the week uh the richest one percent owns now more than 50% of the world's wealth. That is a shitload of things. Yeah, it's looking depressing, isn't it? 63.5 trillion trillion dollars. Right, yeah. Uh, Let's see. I think it's something like 30,000 people is in that group of the 1%. Which is, mm-hmm. is not very much considering, what is there, like, a, about a little over 7 trillion people in the world? So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a small percentage of people with a whole bunch of money. And the gap between them and the people at the bottom is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's it's so sad, though, to see see how it's, like, stuck in that way. Oh. And it's not due to change either. It's if anything, it's going to get worse. The gap's going to keep getting bigger. Oh yeah, yeah. and this is all from 
uh, us, whoa, something just fell on my roof. Do you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, what okay. was that? Uh, there is a, a hazelnut tree above me, and hazelnuts are like <laughs> these big giant balls, and uh, they fall off every once in a while. That must have been a big one. Um, this is from Credit Suisse, which is a bank, a Swiss bank. And it was from their Global Wealth Report, which was released this Tuesday, so yesterday. Uh, and it says the top 1% started the millennium, so 2000, uh, uh, having 45.5% of all the wealth. Now they have 51.1%. So f- uh, as, of this, uh, as of 2016 is when this is based off of. So um, they probably it's actually probably more even now. In truth, yeah, mm. yeah, no, uh, it's 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 super wedge. I don't think there's any coming back from this kind of thing. Like, there's no, it, there's no way to. There's the whole idea. Oh, we gotta f- uh, in America, we gotta fight for America. We gotta protest the horrible things that are happening with all these different things, but. You can't protest this because it'd have to be every country coming together to protest these global uh, millionaires that like their money's all over the place in all these different countries and mm. they run all these different things. Uh, I was just really about to say only... that with everybody avoiding tax as well. Right, that we and, talked about uh, last week, right? Yeah, that's got to be adding to it a lot because their wealth shouldn't have been able to grow this much. I think the craziest thing about it to me is when you really think about it, money is not real. It's a made-up construct from human imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we allow it to rule over us like this. But Yeah, I've always thought that was crazy. Let's go back to the days where, you know, somebody grows some potatoes and somebody has chickens and you swap some potatoes for some eggs. Right. <laughs> Apparently there's a village uh, in Wales that don't have any currency. Yeah. They just work on like a bartering system. Let's go into uh, uh, what my girlfriend gave me this week. Uh, Argentina missing a submarine news. She gave me this news from BBC. Argentina missing submarine concerns lack of oxygen. Oxygen, sorry. Uh, Argentina Navy says it's worried about oxygen levels uh, inside a submarine that went missing last Wednesday. In the southern Atlantic. But then she sent me an update to this news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find that. Uh, I had it up for two seconds. Uh, what I read it in was... it, it is, is it said they had enough for, it. I think it was seven days. Uh, yeah. Presuming that there isn't some kind of hull breach uh, and that they can't get to the, they can't get to the surface. Because uh, yeah. if they were able to get to the surface, they would be able to get more air. Yeah. Then Margaret sent me uh, some news from the Daily Star. Argentina submarine found after heat signal detected uh, with oxygen due to run out this fucking morning. Well, it says that it's found, but then it doesn't actually say... It just says they found it through heat detection, but they've not actually said that they've surfaced it and everybody's fine or anything. Right. It's just they've they've found it. Yeah, they, they found it, but we don't we don't know anything about uh, if they are alive. We don't know anything if they sur- surface to the to to the surface uh, to take in 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 air. 
Um, it says that they've been found and they're 230 feet below the sea. Right, I was going to say, if, yeah. they, if they're searching, if they're finding it with a heat signature, it's definitely not at the surface, because they'd be able to see it with a helicopter pretty easily, but yeah. right. uh, I would assume, I mean, how do you get them out of there? If they're that far down, you can't, like, put a, another uh. submarine next door and, like, hook them together. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> they could oh, get a really that... big, like, submarine. crane with a grabber, you know, like those things yeah. at arcades. Right. But they need to get get it done quick. If if this story, Frozen, is is from today and it's been seven days from last Wednesday, obviously. So this is like needs to happen now. Hopefully we'll get some news on this by next week. So hopefully we have a. Yeah, I really hope we have an update on this. uh... And hopefully it's a happy update and not a, a bad one, which it very well could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, um, The vessel's like 35 years old. Yeah. That seems quite old for a submarine that takes you yeah, right. literally under the sea and has to support everybody's life. Sea, yeah. So thank you for giving me that news, Margaret. Uh, then we have uh, the local.nl. There's fireballs spotted as possible meteor lands in the northern of Norway. Aliens! Norway. Aliens! It's aliens! aliens. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. believe this. It's in a made-up part. Finnmark. That's Finland and Denmark together. What's going on with Finnmark? No. Finnmark. <laughs> You've yeah. made it up. <laughs> no, Finnmark is not made up. I promise you. It's even in the town of Karashok. Ooh. Okay. That's a good name for a town. Karashok. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is uh, a strong uh, flash of light uh, with maybe caused by a small meteor was seen over the Norway's northern Finnmark County on Thursday night. This was last Thursday. After several uh, people reported the incident to the police, experts have said uh, they believe that the object uh, might be a fireball. Yeah, which is basically a, a meteor, isn't it? I was going to say, it might be a fire... It, it definitely was a fireball. There's a video of it, so you see the video, there's a big fireball in the sky, but what is the fireball made of is the question, right? Yeah, they, they've they said they think it might be from um, the Leonard's meteor shower. It's just a big meteor that's come down, but so mm-hmm. far they don't... There's been no accidents or anything, but... They haven't, as far as I can tell, they haven't been to go and look at it and poke it with sticks yet. It is a very cool video, though. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, bet if you just looked up Norwegian Fireball or maybe Norwegian Meteor, something like that. It was, uh, it says 11-16, 2017 is when it happened. There is a video on YouTube. It's a pretty cool video. Bright green. I've seen something like this before uh, here in Oregon during, like, a meteor shower where... It was this just bright, massive green ball. Uh, and it's very cool to see. Then we move on to the FCC, or as I call them, fuck you. Because they plan, well, sometimes. Uh, I, 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 I think they are fucking morons. Uh, and uh, especially now, because they plan to repeal uh, the net neutrality uh, loss in America. I don't like this. 
I think it said December 18th was when they were going to announce the, or they were going to do a vote, I mean, but they announced yeah. the actual uh, ideas for the the rules that, that they, uh, that they're going to set up afterwards. It's kind of what happened mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we kind of knew this was going to happen for a while, but I've been waiting to put it in our news until there was something solid about it. But this is like, if this goes through, this is the worst thing that Trump's done, which he hasn't done yeah. much at all, really. But uh this would be the worst thing because what you're doing is you're giving the power to the ISP the internet service providers uh to to let uh, you see a website or not see a website they they can just completely uh get rid of any traffic to a website by just deleting it off of their uh off of their ISP or or give it very little bandwidth so yeah. if mm-hmm. if the internet service providers say is owned by a major company like Verizon or Comcast, which work with other businesses. Uh, if you have Verizon, they could just get, uh, take all the bandwidth away from say Sprint and AT&T and so that you wouldn't be able to go look for another provider for your cell phone or whatever else. If that makes sense. Uh, this is like China where they outlaw certain websites. Um, mm. so well, see, is- I wondered when I first read this, cause over here, some, internet service providers there's um certain websites that they won't let you access but it's for illegal streaming and things like that illegal downloading okay and i thought maybe it was something to do with that till i started reading and it's it's really not is it they don't even mention that mm. uh no so this i don't is know if that all... goes on there anyway like fro said fcc fcc basically stands for fucking corporate cunts at this point um and <laughs> uh, they basically uh, are working with corporations to allow them to censor the internet, which right now it's set up to be free uh, and uh, fair to all websites, where now certain websites, they could basically get rid of them by just getting rid of the bandwidth allocation uh, to certain areas. Uh, And there's no regulation, as far as I can tell, between, let's say, if you had Comcast Internet Service and you had Verizon Internet Service... You could have a completely mm. different internet because certain websites would be on one and other websites would be not on one, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, so it's gonna... Similar to if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox, you'll have different um, TV things. Right, exactly. Uh, and they'll have... Pro- the thing is that then they'll be able to... The, the companies that have the money to pay the internet companies or the service providers... The bigger companies who have money to pay those people to get better uh, bandwidth to their sites to make sure people see their sites more, they'll be able to just pay for it. And companies who are smaller won't be able to uh, won't be able to get bigger because they won't be able to pay for it. Which is that's that's a problem. Uh, I think yeah. the internet should be free uh, and open to everybody, but they're working on making it not. Like I said, this is how China does it. Uh, North Korea has a its own like intranet for for rich people which is not our internet so it's Mm -hmm. it's going in that direction uh like i said one of the worst the worst thing if it goes through that the trump administration has done so far definitely Uh, it's it's awful it's really 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 awful i i don't like this i don't like this at all and it takes away what the internet is all about and it will hit us uh, so hard 
like even even us are a uh, small podcast there like uh, or or you personally like it will hit you oh I yeah you. there'll be things that uh i will be unable to access once it goes through and then certain things that'll move into pay only systems because they won't be getting uh, the the traffic they were before, so they won't be getting the advertising dollars because they won't be getting the hits to their website, uh, yeah. and so that'll ruin things. Also, I mean, this is it's just all bad. It really is. It's absolutely atrocious. Um, hey, uh, do you like Game of Thrones? Look, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> nobody hears like Game of Thrones. It's a really stupid show. But uh, what has Game of Thrones to do with the news this week? Yeah, what did Game of Thrones have to do with Iran? That's a good uh, question. Yeah, like we, we talked about this before, the uh, Game of Thrones hack we talked about a few months ago, where a guy was leaking out um, TV shows and scripts and things like that. He asked for ransom from HBO, if you guys remember talking about that. Well, yep. the U.S. government has said they found this guy and that it was an Iranian hacker, who I guess is fairly famous, at least synonymous to them, for working with other hacking groups. And they have, uh, I guess, Baha- Be- Bezad Mazari, I guess is his name, the U.S. Attorney's Office. Sure. Uh has put out an indictment. They uh, they want to arrest this guy. Uh, and I guess they can't find him yet, but they're saying that if he goes anywhere besides Iran, like goes through any kind of uh, security, you know, through an airport or something like that, they'll they'll find him and they'll arrest him. So, yeah. uh, basically, basically, they can't go into Iran and get him, but if he tries right. to leave Iran, then they can nab him at the border, essentially. Do it. And this was the guy that HBO actually did offer him money. We found out from he leaked one of their emails that they sent to him. They offered him money, but uh, he didn't take it because he wanted the, I believe it was six 80... million. Right, six million dollars. Right. So. Uh, and this guy, and... he's worked with the Iranian military as well to attack military systems, nuclear software systems, and Israeli infrastructure. Right. Exactly. So this guy, like I said, he's he's known to the go- to our government as uh, a very fairly proficient hacker. So they're looking for him to arrest him. We'll see if that comes around at any time, or if he figures, or if he just stays there where they can't get him. We'll see. Donald That's Trump what I'd do news. if I was him. Yeah, Trump, Donald Trump news. Hey, North Korea and Donald Trump news. That always sounds good together. Uh, no. <laughs> But North Korea sentenced Trump to death for insulting Kim Jong-un. Uh, regime-run newspapers says U.S. president is a hideous criminal after he said North Korea was a cruel dictatorship and Kim was short and fat. Which, to be fair, they're mm. probably the most mm. truthful words he's ever said. <laughs> I mean, well, as I said, tweeted, I'm guessing. Uh, was, yeah, one of them was a tweet. Uh, one of them was uh, from a speech. Like, like you said, the tweet, the short and fat was from a tweet. So yeah, it was him saying, "I wouldn't call him short and fat." 
by also calling him short and fat at the same time. Yeah. He's and there such a some... clever man, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that Trump. He really knows how to pull together some words to put them in he's order. So, he's so yeah, and keep everything world peace and all that. Yeah. World peace and all that, absolutely. <laughs> and if no. you guys saw the video today that came out uh, from South Korea of the North Koreans... There's a, there were some North Korean soldiers trying to escape. They're being shot at. A very interesting video out there. Uh, oh, you can go check that out. Now, when you say interesting, it sounds quite harrowing. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting because interesting. you don't get a. That's something you don't see every day. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Hey, in the skies, uh, pe- people like to draw things with their flights. And. Uh, this has been one of the biggest news we have ever had on another digital system. Because, I mean, I've seen this all over Norwegian news, Swedish news, the Danish news, all over. Because Really? A Navy... Is that real or is that a joke? <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. This is big, this is big news right, for yeah. some fucking reason. Uh, a Navy pilot draws a penis in the sky... Yeah. yeah, and people are shocked. And people are shocked no, because they're being childish. shocked. It is childish, shocked, but shocked. what else? What else are you going to draw that's easy enough to draw it with the exhaust from your aeroplane? Right. Every man can draw a penis <laughs> and testicles. I I guess so it still seems childish. like it would be hard in a plane, but I don't know how easily easy drawing things in a plane is. But, but it's a circle, this... an up or down, and then another circle. Right, it but... It should be uh, too hard. Maybe I, he was trying I, to do a butterfly. I was going to say, I don't know how so easy it is to uh, to turn on and off the exhaust like that, to, like, create, you know what I mean? That kind of thing, but... It's mm. so childish. <laughs> I guess it was hundreds, hundreds of feet high over the top of Washington State, so right above me, and uh, people were mostly shocked because, well, number one, it's penis, and number two, it's it was done by... A Navy pilot, which means he was mm-hmm. being paid paid by American tax dollars to draw a penis in the sky. It's kind of that's <laughs> that's the funny part right there. I guess that's probably why it's big news everywhere. It's just because it's funny and it's silly. Yeah. yeah, and he was essentially he was you know practice flying. And he did practice. He just practiced in that particular shape. <sighs> Would have been better if he'd have done it over Washington D.C. Hmm. Hmm. Just, you know, over the White yeah. House. That would have been uh, that would nice be satirical. Funny. Well, you know, military, pe- like, uh, young penises. military people, military kids are, you know, 16 to 22, something like that. So that's the kind of humor they have. They're 15 to 20, or to 16 to 20 year old men. So, yeah. It runs through all the military. They're all very, even the girls have to be in on the lads, lad jokes sure. kind of thing. It's it comes part and parcel of killing people. I think is penis uh, humor. <laughs> we are going to see uh, one of the most scary videos I've seen in uh, quite a while. Uh, I saw this uh, the other day. It's kind of funny that you linked to it because I I was thinking of of sending you the link to this mm-hmm. the other day. I totally forgot because I I watched it and I was like, holy shit. Luke needs to talk. Uh, we need to watch this. It's from 
Boston Dynamics. And we will see uh, a robot doing some jumps. Are you ready? I have Very nearly left. almost. Mine's just loading right now. This is the future, guys. So yeah, we, are, we are in the future now. Boston Dynamics works with DARPA, which is a government agency that works on military uh, hardware. And Boston Dynamics is their robotics division, just to let you know. Cool. Is, well, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking scared to watch this. But... Okay. In three, two, one, go. Okay. Jumps. Jumps on a box Jump. to another box. Jump. To another box. That's a high box. Very humanoid robot happening. And the way yeah. he, like, his stilted kind of movement, it like, that yep. looks crazy. Jump really high there. Yeah, really it high. looks like it's stop motion. And <laughs> then fucking a backflip. And it celebrates afterwards as well. Well, it, it does, like, the gymnast afterwards. hands up where you're like, yeah. I stuck it clean. <laughs> It, really, it doesn't look like it should be able to do that. Even the way it steadies itself with its hands. Right. Like, you can see it as it jumps onto things. It's using its hands to keep and its balance and everything. here we get some outtakes, which I think the outtakes are kind of interesting, actually. Uh, he, like, stumbles, and you can see it get its balance back, which is kind of interesting. And this one's the best. Uh. <laughs> it just takes a well, belly flop. We, we are scared of things that can do this. Well, we, if you combine that Russian robot with the guns and this robot, you, ha you have a ter Terminator, is what you have here. Yeah. I'm so scared. This is the scary future. The other thing you notice about this robot is it's not plugged into anything. It doesn't have a power cord. It, that backpack is clearly its power source. But who knows how long that would actually last as far as, like, probably not very long. For a giant robot like this. No, but if you were having giant robot warfare, you wouldn't necessarily need big battery packs. I mean, how long do soldiers tend to survive when they go straight into hand-to-hand -hand combat? You're just fighting robots against each other. Right, but I would think this battery probably lasts 20 minutes, which wouldn't do anything, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, it could kill some people in 20 minutes. Hey, uh, who's George Soros? Look... He's like a millionaire that uh, is a large funder of like the Democratic Party, and he does uh, certain charity work here and there. And the Republicans definitely blame him for. Uh, he's like the Republican, or he's like the Republican boogeyman that he puts all this money into things that they hate, uh, like Planned Parenthood and things like that. So, oh no, Alex Don't Jones it, talks about this guy all the time. Mm-hmm. And Trun is going to tell truth about George Soros. This is Trun where Trun tells the truth. Somebody, some people on the right claim that we on the left or in the center doesn't like rich people. I don't hate rich people. I don't hate them at all. I just think people should pay the fair share of taxes. That's another guy who believes that. Here in Bergen we have a man called Trun Moore. That man have given a lot of money to different project, voluntarily sport project, who came came all the society to good. He also pays his fair taxes, and that's also a good thing. Another man who does that internationally, his name is George Soros. Soros have been giving a lot of money to different NGOs like the Algebra Project, 
people, project for European Union, like international collaboration and so on. Amnesty International in Human Rights Watch. But some people don't like that. People on the far right doesn't like that at all. Yesterday, a colleague of mine happened to retweet a message from Nigel Farage. Farage is an asshole. He is the main cause of Brexit. And he's also the one causes in Europe for the growing movement of nationalism. And not in the good sense. It's always funny when people from the right criticizing people from the left using their money on NGOs. It's always nice to them to use money on other things like big cars and big Cadillacs and it, it doesn't criticize people who just not pay their taxes. That's okay. If private companies destroys Iraq, not a problem. But this guy, he used money on Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, an organization Fox News really hate, Planned Parenthood. Yes, Planned Parenthood. So George Soros have a lot of criticism, and it's said that he alone are threatening the independence of European countries. That's very strange coming from people from the right on many levels, and so many levels <laughs> I have no time to, to say here. But one thing I find the most disturbing about it is well, when it comes to good big trade deals, trade deals who says that the government cannot stop free trade in any way, cannot set any rules for free trade, and so on and so on. It's okay. But when you give it to something else like people, ordinary people who fight for their rights, it's a, it's a bad thing. I'm going to mention some other organizations that George Soros sponsored, so you can see my point. The Algebra Project, Media Matters for America, American Civil Liberties Union, Center for Public Integrity. Yes, and Amnesty Am- International, Priority for USA Action. And so on, and so on, and so on. But some people don't like that. So, here is uh, the, the far-right version. They call organization uh, quite different things. Well, just see, see how they mention in Amnesty International. Amnesty International, this organization directs a grossly disproportionate share of criticism for human rights violations at the US and Israel. Yes. American Independence News Network, this organization promotes impact journalists that advocate progressive change. And so on, and so on, and so on. That's the reason why the right hate George Soros. Not because of his money, not because he tried to stop independence country's independence and so on they just hate him because they give money to good causes next time you heard George Soros you should brag about him you should say good things about him and all that shit who come from Nigel Farage and so on you should pay close attention I know nationalism and uh, people like Brexit and Nigel Farage have some sympathy among people organizations on the left who also want the European Union to go to hell. But if you believe that, you're not part of the new solutions. You are the Trumps on the left, and we don't want you. This was Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. We have an email address. It's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com.
And we have a Facebook group that's open for people that can join us. And it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Go check it out. How, yeah. Do we have any emails for some strange reason? Whoa, whoa. Don't you mean gender neutral electronic communication, Fro? Come on now. I, I mean, let's, <laughs> let's let's get with the 2017. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yes. No, we no, we don't have any. Jesus, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Email. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mail. Ah, uh, oh, that's funny. Okay, let's open this Christmas soda I have here, and you can tell the audience what I'm doing. Christmas uh, in Fro's mouth. Christmas soda we- weekly a- advent calendar uh, by Fro. Uh, Let's see. What are we, I'm gonna check out the bottle. Uh, this looks like a mm-hmm. smaller bottle than the one and a half liter. Is it smaller or is it just a weird shape? It's just a weird shape. Oh, okay. Uh, and it just says Yule's Bruce on it. You really rub uh, thing out. Yeah. Say what? Yeah. No, you're roboting a little. Oh, okay. Well, it'll be fine in the recording. Um, yeah. And it's got a gold. S- the seal on it looks like it won mm-hmm. some awards, maybe. Mm-hmm. And this is Grams Julebrus. It smells. It doesn't smell good. Okay. I thought you were gonna leave it as it smells. <laughs> it smells. Uh... Uh, it smells a little of chemicals, Jan. It's uh, not going to like... be another one that makes you feel sick. Right. Uh, it doesn't look as bright lo- red. It looks like a darker no. red, so hopefully it won't be as chemically. But who knows? Do you know what? It smells like an, a blend of marzipan and and uh, and uh, raspberry. Right. Okay. Raspberry marzipan. Yeah, yeah raspberry marzipan. Mar- 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 yes, kind of almondy. Yeah. Okay, let's take a sip of this. Hmm. Um, extremely low on bubbles. How about the taste? Uh, the taste isn't half bad. Oh, okay. But very um, low carbonation? Extremely low. So. Almost In the picture you sent us, there's like a lot of bubbles at the top, so I'm surprised. Yeah, um, it's almost like it's dead. Mm. See, sometimes I like that with juicy type drinks. Uh, yeah, but it's so little that it it almost feels like it would be uh, a little more. I want it a little more sparkly. Right, the taste yeah. is not half bad. I I like the taste. Mm. Really raspberry, strong taste of raspberry. Uh, maybe the strongest tasting one so far. Actually, as far as the raspberry uh, flavor goes, yeah. Hmm. But it smells. It smells really uh, not what it tastes like. So I'm I'm a little confused because <laughs> it's and it doesn't have that taste. Uh, either, so I don't know how it can smell one thing and totally taste something different. I'm oh, a little that's confused. soda for you, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Although it's a bit worrying because isn't arsenic supposed to smell like marzipan? Arsenic is supposed to, to, <laughs> uh, to smell like uh, marzipan. Maybe I do not taste like it. Maybe someone is trying to kill me. Learn something uh, new every day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. marzi- beware of anything that smells like marzipan. Especially if you're in Victorian times. <laughs> yeah, someone is call- trying to kill me with arsenic. Uh, no, you know what? I'm giving this five stars. Wow. Uh, Even with the maybe, low carbonation. Yeah, mostly because it tastes so fucking awesome. Mm. This is really, really, really good. Uh, I love the taste. So um, who's this one made by? This is made by Grams. Okay. Grams. Yeah. So we have a little like uh, we have a little follow up to that. Uh, uh, because we have had the first uh, Norwegian taste, taste test uh, by Aftenposten, and they tested nine Christmas sodas. And Aftenposten is a is a fairly it's one of the biggest newspapers in Norway, right? Yes, it's one yeah. of the biggest paper in newspapers. Um, I will uh, g- give you the list of the nine. Uh, let me find it. Their first one is Borg Julebrus. Never, I have not tasted Borg Julebrus. Uh, they gave it six star. Tastes like Christmas soda. Good and fruity taste. Fresh and fine. A little mm-hmm. uh, artificial. A little uh, strange aftertaste, but with clean tones. <laughs> but then we have one of the ones that I have tasted. Uh, Oscar Sylte. The, uh, we did that. The second one, didn't we? I think we did Oscar Silta. Uh, uh, sounds about right. Either that or the first yeah. one. One or the other. Yeah, one or the other. And they give it six stars. And says, this is Christmas soba, soda. A little artificial and sweet. No strange aftertaste. Could be a little more um, uh, bubbles. Really good. Okay. But uh, here's the funny thing. They don't have the one that I've tasted. Uh, the really now. bad one. Oh. Now, now the one that I I, I uh, tasted right now, they don't have. They don't but have. The, so it's an exclusive. So another Digital Citizen exclusive review. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're doing the top uh, ten, so they just don't think that that one's in the top ten. So yeah. Well, they just did nine. Yeah. But uh, the one that I, I think tested uh, artificial, they gave it two. So that's good. Uh, they gave Lillehammer and Hamar a four. I'm a little disappointed in that. Other than that, uh, I have not tasted a lot of the other ones. So. Four isn't terrible out of six, but that was the winner uh, last year, right? So that's a yeah. little surprising. And it says even in the title, it says uh, last year's uh, uh, winner uh, out of the uh, top three. But you did say that, that one wasn't as good this year as it was last year. Yeah, I did. So yep. I did. we've all got Norwegian taste buds. <laughs> we all got Norwegian uh, taste buds, indeed. But uh, let's uh, move on. Uh, hey. Norwegian television is in the wind like never before. Uh, first, we had uh, uh, 
uh, Scum that was a big hit in in uh, uh, United States of America and being sold to a lot of people. But NRK wins its first Emmy. Norwegian detective series Mammon uh, won the best drama award at the uh, 45th annual international uh, Emmy in New York. Yay. I had no idea there was an international Emmys, but apparently no, me there either. is. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, of course, NRK is extremely happy about that. Have you heard about this show? Uh, no, I had not. And it was the second season of Mammon that pick, uh, picked up the award, drama award. Uh, have you watched anything on uh, TV this week, Billy? I have. Um, BBC's got two of its regular shows has come back um, for another series. We've got Insert Name Here, which is a celebrity panel quiz show thing where they base it all on a first name each episode. This week it was Thomas or Tom or Thomasina, I think. There was a whole lot of Toms. Um and they give you weird facts about different toms and um, ask questions. And would I lie to you's back? We love would I lie to you. That's mm-hmm. one of my favourites. They get a whole bunch of celebrities and give them cards. And they have to read what it says on the card. And it's either going to be a truth about themselves or a complete lie. And they have to try ah. and blag it either way. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of fun. So that's come back. Uh, still on the BBC... Blue Planet 2 has been really good, but made me cry. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet, latest episode, towards the end, it gets very, very sad with what us humans are doing. It's going to get added to Netflix in December here in America, is what I saw. Okay. So. Yep. Well, be wary, because <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's it's sad at the end. It's what us humans are doing, to be fair, but that's mm. what makes it even sadder. Um Extreme Wives with Kate Humble. That's been quite interesting. Where Kate Humble's going to places that are very, very different to anywhere us lot live. Um, like she goes out to Africa where um, women take on other wives. Um, mostly if they can't conceive themselves or they can't conceive a boy, they'll marry another woman and that woman will then provide children. Not with the husband of the first wife, with other men. Very bizarre. Weird. Yeah. She also goes out to Israel um, to meet the, I can't remember what they're called, but it's a really, like, extremist Jew culture where um, they're almost nearly between Amish and Muslim, where the women have to wear wigs and they have to be covered up and their job's pretty much to have lots of children, but also be the breadwinners and have all the education because the men just study the Torah. Huh. Yeah, dead interesting. Um, hmm. I, of course, watched the episode two and three of Gone to Pot with all the ageing celebrities going around America smoking and eating lots of weed. Oh. That's, it just gets better and better. And at the end, they all decide even the guy that's against any kind of drugs and alcohol and everything, think it should be legalised at least for medicinal purposes in the UK. 
Sounds yeah. a nice little yeah. good I, outcome as well. I found something new this week. Uh, <laughs> I had to ask Margaret about this because it, it was uh, something called WAGs. I never ever heard about the WAG. Do you know what the WAG is, uh, Luke? Yes, I know what the show is. Yeah, wives and girlfriends. I mostly know yeah. it because I believe somebody from it was on Celebrity Big Brother at some point. And I found out about it through that, so. Probably. And, and do you know who's also there? Kelly Kelly. Or Barbie. On, a, on the British show? That's strange. Hmm. No, it's not a British show. It's an oh. American show. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was, the British one was Footballers' Wives. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's the other way around. Right, okay. But yeah, Wives and Girlfriends is real real wives and girlfriends of sports stars. Because mm-hmm. there's Wags Miami, I... which I may have watched. Wags. <laughs> It's so, it's so fucking strange. Um, but yeah, uh, then I saw some uh, other things that I can't mention, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, let's move on to you, Luke. Have you seen anything? Well, now I'm intrigued by what you have to say. I was just about to show. say that. <laughs> um, no, you, can't, no. you can't say that you can't say it. That's well, the worst. Well, uh, here's the thing. There was someone that was a little controversial in the UK that I watched that I really liked. Yeah. Oh, it's I, even I, worse I, now. Now you've got us every sort of Okay, okay, okay. Let me find out what his name was. All right, I'll continue while you do that. Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot this week, but I did finish that 70s show, which I mentioned I started up again, what, uh, probably a month ago? So it took me like three or four weeks to watch it, but... Those last two seasons, boy, whoo, they stink. <laughs> they really do. They're really bad. Uh, I think the point where it gets really bad is where Hyde finds his real dad, and then he gets this sister, which she shows up for, like, half of one season and then disappears in the next season because she clearly wasn't working as a character, and then they replace uh, Eric with this totally ridiculous guy that doesn't fit in the show at all, and, yeah, it went downhill from there, but... Uh, Overall, it's a good show, but the last two seasons are really bad. But I could see why it got canceled. Uh, I did enjoy the ending of it, how they wrap it up and they move they move it into the '80s. That's how they wrap it up. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed some '90s sitcoms for a month, so I was like, uh, I kind of want another '90s sitcom to watch. So I started. Actually, you guys go ahead and guess. What do you think I started? '90s sitcom. What's which one do you think I started this week? I'll give you a guess each. Mm-hmm. The Fresh Prince. Already seen uh, no. that. Uh, friends. Nope. Dharma and Greg. <gasps> Dharma and Greg. Yeah. I just yeah. love Dharma and Greg. I didn't know if you would oh, guess that one, yeah. but uh, the funny. I watched ten episodes so far. I think it's got like four or five seasons. Uh, and the the weird part is it's called Dharma and Greg, but the best thing about the show is their parents. They're mm-hmm. probably the least interesting thing about the show. Uh, the two the two sets of parents is the most interesting part, but yeah, Darman Greg started watching that again, and then I guess I found out December seventh, Psych, the USA show, which I really enjoyed when it was on. I don't know yeah, about you guys. It's finally coming to a movie. Yeah, I believe it's just going to be a TV movie though. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's going to get its own. Still. It's going to get it get a movie there. So hopefully, that will be good and not terrible. But I'm I'm excited for it just because I like the show. 
I don't think I watched it. Oh, you would love it. Oh, you would fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a guy who is kind of clairvoyant in a way. Uh, He's able to see things other people aren't, but he pretends to be psychic. So. Okay. Uh, His name is Jim Davidson. Oh, yeah. Jim Davidson Uh, was very, very popular until he was exposed for being a massive racist and bigot. Yeah. And uh, I watched uh, something called Cinderella and uh, the devil uh, rides out. Fucking hilarious. He's uh, fucking hilarious. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a stand-up comic and he um, hosted uh, quiz shows and things in the late 80s, early 90s. The biggest one, I think, was Big Break, which was a snooker-based quiz show, but also with snooker in it, where they'd have, like, a professional player would pop a ball, and then you answer the red ball question, and then you answer the pink ball question, things like that. Right. But he was recently exposed as a racist, or this was a while ago, or... It was quite a while ago. A while ago, okay. I think he just didn't change his stand-up act from... You know the the seventies, right, <laughs> pretty okay. much in his views as well on women. I'm pretty sure he'd beaten his wife up and things, and lots of racist quotes from him. Sure. And okay. the public just kind of went, "Oh, yeah, embarrassed that he was on telly then." Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that I that I watched and liked. Yeah. Right on. Let's move on. We are going to have the main topic about the best person in the world. Best person ever. Woohoo! Okay. The first round is uh, Nelson Mandela against <laughs> John Lennon. Uh, Nelson Mandela was your pick. Uh, Deleuze, Nelson uh, yes. Mandela. Nelson Mandela, although I'm sure everybody's aware of him was a South African anti-apartheid revolutionary. He uh, was the president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999 um, and was the first black head of state um, and the first elected in a fully representative democratic election. Um, He served lots of time in prison, I think, because of his views and stuff. I'm not too sure. I know he was... uh, There was a whole bunch of people that wanted to have him freed because he was a really good guy, and he didn't deserve mm-hmm. to be in prison. And we, no, we love Nelson Mandela. He was born in 94. No, he wasn't. Born in 1918. President in 94. Uh, and sadly passed away in 2013. Yeah, he was, he was a good oh. guy. He was un- very anti-apartheid. We don't like right. apartheid. That was the big thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I had John Lennon. Uh, obviously not lead singer, he, one of the Beatles, one he's most <laughs> famous for, but uh, yeah, I guess later in his life, he was very uh, outspoken in the anti-war community during Vietnam. He was also uh, very much for women's rights, especially once he was with uh, Yoko, who was also r- really big in women's rights. So he fought a lot hmm. for those causes later in his life and was actually more than likely killed for his views on anti-war. Um so yeah, John Lennon. Cool. Uh, I have to ask you, 
who had Martin Luther King? Did you have that, Luke? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, but uh, Nelson Mandela against John Lennon, I will let uh, you vote first, Luke. Hmm. I'll go with John Lennon to make it interesting. Okay. Hello? I'm going with my pick, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I'm sorry, Luke. I'm going with Nelson Mandela. He's right. better than John Lennon. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you did a little more, <laughs> more for human kind than John Lennon did. <laughs> right, exactly. I probably would have picked him uh, if I was in your position, Fro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which I wasn't, yeah, yeah. but I think John Lennon was a <laughs> huge voice in oh, yeah. uh, creating an anti-war movement, which in now in nowadays in America seems to be completely gone. Like, even in the Democratic Party, there's no anti-war wing of the Democratic Party, which is weird, so. Then we have uh, Martin Luther King Jr., that's your pick, uh, Luke, against my pick, Mahatma uh, Gandhi. Who was uh, Luther King Jr., Luke? Right, MLK, uh, uh, I think everybody knows who this is, but he was a civil rights leader in the 60s again. Uh, he was also against the Vietnam War, but he fought mostly against racism. He, uh, uh, he was a preacher and used those, his speaking skills from being a preacher to talk to people about the problems of racism, racism in America. And I would say did as much as anybody, um, since maybe Abraham Lincoln to fight against racism. And again, was killed for his views. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Mahatma Gandhi, uh, that was the leader for the Indian independent movement against British rule. Uh, he is also employed non-violent, civil, disobedience, uh, and he led India to independence and inspi inspired movements for civil rights and freedom across uh, the world. So that's why I picked Gandhi. Yeah, and I would add nonviolence to that because yeah. he was a pacifist as well. Yeah, I said nonviolence. Oh, non I must have missed it. Non nonviolence. <laughs> See what I did? No, nonviolence. Uh. <laughs> uh. These two are. This is an interesting matchup yes. because it's kind of like they did kind of the same thing that each yes. other are doing in different places and different times. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, who do you vote for, Luke? Uh, I'll go MLK. I will go Gandhi. So, Dillo. This is really good. difficult. It is really difficult. It's, yeah. Um, uh, I'll go with Gandhi, because that was an entire country. Right. For getting them independent. And from, I, I still, you know, I'm British, I have that guilt. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going to yeah. say, it might skew because... Uh, of where you are. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, All right. Then we have Alan Watts. That is yours, uh, Luke. Against... Uh, right. Yeah? Go ahead. Against jo Josepher Mortimer Granville. That's yours, Kelly. It is, and I can't uh, believe he's up against Alan Watts. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Alan Watts? A uh, philosopher and a uh, speaker, book writer, uh, again taught Nonviolence and uh, spiritual. Uh, what's a good word for it? Spiritual teach teachings uh, to mm. love yourself and love one another and 
be comfortable with yourself inside and out. Uh, and he was he just... He kind of brought Buddhism to the Western world, didn't he? Right. And he was even attacked for that because some people saw it as maybe cultural appropriation because he was white. But he he definitely... And some people said he used Buddhism in the in a incorrect way, a way that Buddhists wouldn't use it. But like for, Tilly said, sorry, he was trying to get it across to a different population, and he definitely like definitely uh, made it palatable to the Western world. Uh, so yeah, Alan Watts. Cool. Who is Joseph Mortimer Greer Granville? Joseph Mortimer, I can't even say it now. Joseph Mortimer Granville was an English doctor, author, and invention inventor. His um, most famous invention, which is why I've picked him, is the uh, handheld electric vibrator, which was designed to relieve muscle aches and pains, but obviously <laughs> got adopted by lots of women for lot for other other uses, right. and right. he was very mm-hmm. ashamed of that by the time he died. But mm-hmm. um, oh, really? yeah, without yeah, because um, it had already before he passed away, people had well, ladies had been using it for that, and he'd heard about it, right? Yeah, and he was, you know, sort of Victorian time, just just after Victorian times, so he was very um, <laughs> upset about it. But there are mm. millions and millions and millions of women since um, he's invented it that have. Well, enjoyed his invention, shall we say? Yes, <laughs> good one. Inventing is a strange thing, like that. Like the Nobel Prize was created because uh, Nobel created dynamite, dynamite yeah. and went, "Oops, yeah. I didn't. I, I just wanted to create something. I didn't want it to kill people." Uh, yeah. So yeah, inventing is weird. It's like the elevator. There's an old. He was uh, almost. He was almost on my list. I, I have to admit that that uh, I was mm-hmm. thinking of him. Uh, he because he invented the peace press, and then I was like, no, but he also invented the dynamite. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, that fucking dynamite. Why did you have to fucking find that? You okay. you've just not told anybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, who do you vote for? I'm going Alan Watts. Tell me, who are you voting for? Surprisingly, I'm going with Alan Watts. And surprisingly, this is a 3-1, Alan Watts, all around. Then we have the fucking Dalai Lama, that's your pick, Tilly, against Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Who's uh, Dalai Lama? The Dalai Lama, he's the 14th of the Dalai Lama, and he may well be the last true Dalai Lama. And the only only one that's alive on our list, actually. Yes. I figured, I know, I'm going to touch wood while I say this. I figured he's actually (laughs) quite a safe bet, given what we were discussing last week. Not going to work. Yeah. He's spoken out about the welfare of Tibetans, the environment, economics, women's rights, non-violence, interfaith dialogues. So, actually talking with people from other faiths and seeing if you can come to some kind of logical conclusion and not hate each other. Physics, astronomy, Buddhism, um, Buddhism and science, cognitive neuroscience, reproductive health, sexuality, and along with his Buddhist teachings as a Buddhist leader. And he's quite possibly, obviously I've never met him, I would love to meet him. He's probably the only person in the world that I would, I don't know, do anything to meet. He just, mm. he's got this aura about him. 
you just see him on TV and just, you know, watch him in an interview or something. And he's just, just, I love that guy. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, if you've never heard about him, where the fuck have you been? Uh, he preserved the Union, paved the way for abolition of slavery, strengthened the federal government, and modernized the economy. Uh, I picked him because uh, the abolition of slavery, of course. That's uh, one of the one. reasons. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty big, big, uh, big, big pick there. Uh, Tilly? Dalai Lama. I'm going with Lincoln. So, Luke. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. This is a tough one. <laughs> because America, you know. I, I'm going to go yeah. Dalai Lama, I guess. Okay. I think he's done more for people in the rest of the world also, as well as yeah. people in America. So, yeah. Then we have the only uh, woman on the list, Harriet uh, Tubman. Uh, that's your pick. Luke? Yep. Against my pick, Albert Einstein. Two Who Americans, Harriet... I guess? Yeah. Who was uh, Harriet Tubman? Uh, American abolitionist, humanitarian, and armed scout and spy for the U.S. Army uh, during the Civil War. Uh, she escaped slavery and... Uh, what does it say? She rescued approximately 70 people, friends, and family using the network of uh, activists and safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. Yeah. Oh, is that what the Underground Railroad was? Yes. I actually imagined tunnels. (laughs) My pick is Albert Einstein. Uh, He was a German-born theoretical physicist, and he developed the uh, theory of relativity and... the modern uh, physics, and uh, he also uh, had the influence of philosophy and science. But uh, he's most uh, known for his mass uh, energy uh, equivalence. E is like MC in the second. And he won the Nobel Prize in physics. So, yep, that's Einstein. All right, why don't you go first this time, Fro? Because you haven't gone first yet? Uh, I will go Harriet Tubman. Because, believe it or not, Albert Einstein wasn't that great for... Uh, it's the best person ever tournament. It's not who found... Uh, well, he was one oh. of the smartest people ever. So if you consider that the best, then, you know, it, 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 it yeah. is kind of interpretive, right? So It is interpretive, but I still go for Harriet Tubman, to be honest. All right, I'll go Harriet Tubman. So, till we're getting we're getting our first three to zero because I'm going Harriet Tubman too. Yeah, I mean she like Albert Einstein. Yeah, okay, he's found relativity, but did he, he didn't really... rescue any slaves? Yeah, he didn't rescue right. any slaves. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he or rescued anybody. As, work as a spy, like yeah. that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, that she worked as a spy as well. Uh, why don't we have any more women on here? I was wondering that. Is it just how history is written, we don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it is. There's a, a whole bunch sad. of women so I'm who are allowed she, to she, be. Yeah, I'm happy situation. she's uh, she's going forward. Right. Yeah. Then we have Joseph Lister, that is uh, Tillis' pick against my pick, Charles Darwin. Well, well Joseph. Little... 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. Hold on. Don't know what you're gonna say. I was going to ask uh, Luke if he was a little surprised that I picked Charles Darwin. Uh, no, not really. Okay. We'll hear your explanation though, and see see if I'm surprised hey. by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joseph Lister, who I came across when I was looking up good people, mm-hmm. you'll know him nowadays from the mouthwash Listerine. That's oh, about the okay. only thing that he's um, still sort of accredited for. But he was the man that figured out that when you're doing surgery on somebody, you should be in clean clothes, you should wash your instruments. Um, he basically pioneered antiseptic surgery mm-hmm. in Glasgow, um, at the Glasgow Royal Infirmary. He was known as Sir Joseph Lister, BT. And yeah, he that was his... He was the one that actually realised the correlation between dirty things and infection and actually cleaning out the wounds before you seal oh. them up and things like that. That's that's this guy. So there's millions of people. Anybody that's had surgery has survived it because of this guy. <laughs> yep. Uh, against my pick, Charles Darwin, and I picked him uh, for a good reason, I think. Uh, but uh, and that was his contribution to the science of evolution. Without him, there would not be any. Well, I wouldn't go so far, maybe. But uh, Darwin helped atheists. <laughs> he was against religion, and uh, one of the reasons why I picked him is because he 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 contributed. Uh, to you helping uh, people coming to the atheist way. Well, there was another guy at the same time saying the same things, though. It's just yeah, Darwin got listened to first and got published first. Yeah. So natural selection and the struggle with the excess uh, ex, uh, systems, uh, artificial selection and uh, selective breeding. Yeah. There's a lot. All right. So that's why I picked him. Look, uh, no, tell her. Tell. Mm, see, I think this is quite hard because mm. I respect Darwin and I love all my nature documentaries and everything, but I'm going to have to go with Joseph Lister because of the amount of people that are alive because of him today. And considering he died in nineteen twelve, that's still, you know, his it's still being used. <laughs> yeah. And I have to go with Darwin because I think he helped humankind to see that we didn't need the religion and helped uh, in that way. I don't think I ever heard that he was an atheist. I know he, he started out as a Christian in his younger years. I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah. I don't think he would have ever called himself an atheist. I think he probably would have called himself like a free thinker or something like free that thinker, yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i understand it's what just, you're saying i think his name's been taken on by the atheists sure oh, yeah. right uh and the scientific community because yeah yeah yeah. Know, yeah uh but yeah i think the origin of the species and everything that's a big that's a big one so i think i'm gonna go darwin with fro here okay then we have a semi-finals. Oh my god, I'm looking at the semi-finals. Oh my god, this is going to be hard. Nelson, <laughs> Nelson Mandela against Gandhi. Luke, 
there's what? <laughs> this is a, yeah. what? Uh, yeah, this is like a straight toss-up. <laughs> this is seriously yeah, a straight toss-up. This is so. This is so fucking hard. But we got to pick one, I guess. So I'll go Gandhi. Okay, Tilly. Mm. Mandela. Oh fuck Ooh. you. Go, Fro, you've got to decide. <laughs> Speaking of what we were talking about last week, there ha- there are, you know, I don't know if it's rumors or if it's proven or whatever, but that Gandhi, there was some sleeping with underage girls that Gandhi did, yeah. but it was, he, he always said it was non-sexual, so I don't know. Yeah, isn't there, wasn't it him that um, his wife got ill with something that they could have treated with Western medicine, but he mm. said, no, like, this is how things are supposed to be, and then he got the same illness and he took the treatment. Oh, I'd never mm. heard that. Hmm. But I have to go with Gandhi. Alright. I'm sorry, Mandela. He's gonna haunt bad. you. I feel bad for not picking him now. <laughs> it is seriously a toss-up between those two. I think either yeah. one of those could have moved on and it would have been oh, just definitely. exactly... Yeah, you would have yeah, felt yeah. bad about the other one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a easier decision now. Alan Watts against Daya Lama. I uh, think this Tilly. one's easy. Yeah, me too. Go ahead, Tilly. Uh, Dalai Lama. Look. I agree. And I agree. I think Alan I mean, Watts Alan... would agree as well. <laughs> right. Alan Watts learned a yeah. lot of his ways from the... Maybe not this Dalai Lama, maybe the last Dalai Lama, but yeah, still. Well, this Dalai Lama's been the Dalai Lama since, I think, 1955. So he was mm. ten. Uh, when, uh, we have uh, right. the only women. We have Harriet Tubman against Charles Darwin. Uh, Look, uh, Harriet Tubman. Tilly. Harriet Tubman. And Fro goes with Harriet Tubman. Because you know okay. she saved people, and she did yeah. really cool stuff. But Charles Darwin also Christ. did. But, Jesus Christ, what the final we have. <laughs> Gandhi against Dalai Lama against Tubman. That's, uh, that's the main event for you. Match for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> Match for ages, yeah. Uh, let's go Mahatmut Gandhi against Dalai Lama. Fro. Gandhi. I'm going to go Lama. I'm going Dalai Lama too. Okay. Uh, Dalai Lama against Harriet Tubman. Uh, Luke. Uh, I'll go Harriet Tubman. Tilly. Dalai Lama. Yeah, I have to go with Harriet Tubman. Hmm, okay. Uh, then we have Harry Tubman against Gandhi. Uh, Luke. Uh, see, they're kind of in the same... I guess I'll go Gandhi. Uh, Tilly. See, this is quite hard. Because Gandhi, yeah. you know got the freedom for India. For his people, and she got the yeah. freedom for her yeah, people. Yeah, but it yeah. is the best 
people, and I think Harriet Tubman is weirdly more inspirational than Gandhi. I want to go with Harriet Tubman. And I have to go with Gandhi. Wow. Wow. This is the first time we have overtime, Luke. It is. This is actually uh, the first time we have overtime. Because we got a three-way tie, 14th Dalai yep. Lama, Harriet Tubman, and Gandhi. So the way we work this is we create a new uh, – we take the – take the three we have uh we make a we we got to decide on either nelson mandela alan watts or charles darwin to throw in with these three uh and they get a second chance at, at winning the whole thing really uh yep. so what do we think Can, do we know what we want to decide on those three yeah i i do what are we do right. deciding between those three is who's the best yeah uh yeah okay uh, what do you think from Mandela? Uh, for me, it's in between Alan Watson and Mandela, and I guess I'll go Mandela. Tilly? What was the other one? Alan Watts or Charles Darwin? Charles Darwin. Oh, Mandela. Okay, yeah. that was. I thought that might be easy. Yeah, okay, that was so easy. I guess I'll run this. Uh, let's do... A four-way. It's just going to be Nelson. We got to make it different. So Mandela versus Harriet Tubman. Who do we decide? Hello. Harriet Tubman. Luke. I'm going Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. And then we'll do Gandhi versus Dalai Lama, which I guess we already did. Uh, so it would be for the Dalai Lama won that one. Do we agree with that, or do anybody want to change? No, I agree. No, I okay. agree. So now we're down to the last two, which is Dalai Lama versus Harriet Tubman to make the deciding factor. Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. <sighs> yeah, so I'll go Harriet Tubman to give her one. Fourteenth yeah. Dalai Lama wins greatest person. Give her one. Sorry, a cigarette. She just wanted to smoke a cigarette, Tilly. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, Fourteenth yeah, Dalai Lama wins best person ever. Hey, uh -oh. he's the only one that's alive. Congratulations. Yeah, he has been dedicated, dedicated to being a amazing person since he was 10 years old like you said Tilly so it is yeah. kind of fitting yeah it is and that fitting. was after he'd already been chosen as well because I think he was chosen for five years and yeah. was a little baby monk and then right but that's actually the first time we ever have had the tie yeah we had to go to the tie it changed <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny that, that uh yeah so Harriet Tubman is uh, on a good second, I would say, or a shared second with Gandhi. We right. Yeah. That. Yeah. I think they're a good top three, aren't they? Those yeah, two. They are. Yeah, definitely. And we have Gandhi at the fourth place. Uh, oh, Mandela in the fourth Mandela, place. Sorry. Yeah. Fourth place. Yeah. So, that'd so be that's a, good a strong top four. four. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay, that was fun. Uh, yeah. let's move on. 
Uh, we have a movie that I was supposed to see this week, but didn't. Uh, <laughs> talk about it. It's Justice League. Oh, a horse. It looks like a painting with, like, some kind of snow... Uh... Is this Game of Thrones? <laughs> it looks kind of like Game of Thrones. We have to be ready. Got to get ready. The others. There's an attack coming from far away. For a second there, it looked like we were. Go it was going to be Triple uh, X Three, like it was going to do Sorry. some kind of extreme <laughs> sports off that. Look. The others. Where are they? Is it just me or is Ben Affleck kind of handsome? Not as handsome as Aquaman. No, Aquaman is more handsome. I thought they were with it. Yeah, they had America's uh, Hottest Man or whatever came out in People Magazine, and a lot of people were complaining, saying it was, you yeah, probably move uh, was it Jason Mimosa or whatever his name is? Jason <laughs> Momoa. 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 Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> is it Batman? Morning Mimosas. <laughs> they said the age of heroes will never come again. Justice. I think they forgot the second part of the title. Oh, oh four. Okay. All. Well, you gotta say the special effects really, really look good. I heard yeah, yeah. Affleck does not want to do Batman again. Yeah. I've heard that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> uh, Maybe he agrees. He's like, I'm just, I'm over it. Well, there was just an American football player then. So there is, it looks like there was like a tsunami. So that's the only, in the case of a tsunami is like one of the only times Aquaman would actually be useful. <laughs> Are they just standing on the ship from Aliens? Just like a bat. I dig it. Looks a little like that. Maybe temporary. I didn't, I'm pessimistic. It looks very, you know like when the, in the alien nest, where it's all oh, alien right. fried. Looks very like So, Luke, I never ask you this, so I guess I will do this week. What this Justice League about? Justice League, fueled by his restored faith of humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Man work quickly to recruit a team to stand against this newly awakened enemy. Did you uh, say Batman and Wonder Man? Yeah, it did. Did I? Wonder Woman, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yep. I was thinking, oh my god. Okay. I'm a sexist. I'm a sexist, evil misogynist. Total misogyny 101 right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So not really uh, high on Rotten Tomatoes, actually. Well, it's 41 now, so. Oh, okay. It's a little up. So where did oh, you steal so your review from, Tilly? Uh, I found two on Rotten Tomatoes. One, I don't okay. actually know if it has anything to do with this movie, but I want to read it out. And it was on this movie's things. It just... It, maybe you can explain it to me after I've read it. It's Emerson Percentage 20M. 
give it half a star and says, thank you, EA, for the microtransactions. Thank you for people as me with job, uni or family. We need to play so many hours to achieve for what we have paid for. Thank you for let the least of least the 1% of people who are spending thousands of money to destroy games what the rest of 99% is really want to enjoy. The force may be with you, <laughs> EA. <laughs> Does that... <laughs> well... Okay. <laughs> and then we've got Justin J with one star. It says, accurately captures the earth-toned CGI vomit scapes that we've come to expect from Jack Snyder over the years. Add to that a terrible script and a bunch of leads, especially Gal Gadot, Gardo, I don't know how you say her last name, who are terrible mm. actors, and you wind up with this piece of twaddle. Ben Affleck's agent can't get him out of his Batman deal fast enough, and who can blame him? Look, what did Facebook uh, say? Uh, there was a bit of... Uh, obviously, because of it being a superhero movie, massive presence on the Facebook page, so I found a few of them. I got a pretty long one here from Tony Gibbs. He says... Movie was good, but wasn't epic enough where you come in your pants. Soundtrack was weak. <laughs> iconic music. No iconic music at all. Movie was all over the place, unfortunately. The way the league came together was sloppy, didn't feel natural, and Steppenwolf looked fake, almost like a Mortal Kombat movie CGI fake. Uh, just wish the movie was was longer, because you can tell where uh, which scenes... Uh, can tell where which that he says where which where you can tell where which scenes it's like a it's like a werewolf except and a witch um, and a witch witch, combined and that's extra scary to me um Mm -hmm. we're cut out and or just cut short completely still a fun movie though aquaman flash and cyborg were just shoehorned into this movie just to say hey all the heroes are here so an average movie watcher who didn't read the comics uh, well, uh, won't know what the hell these characters are. Uh, WB and DC, uh, Warner Brothers and DC should have should have done what Marvel did and take their sweet time making each hero's movie first, then come out uh, with Justice League. So he he mm. said it was still good, but it was not as good as he wanted it to be. So there you go. Mm. What about you, Fro? I found uh, Mark S. And he gave it half a star. I did not pay watch to watch two hours of jumpy cutscenes. Also, if you happen to miss the terrible movie Batman vs. Superman, you would be entirely lost. There's one selling point to this movie. An action as action porn. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is action porn? Uh, couldn't even uh, get the job done either. The bizarre camera angles made it seed odd the fact that it could see how anything was unfolding. And I also found a one-star review from, because it says no name, very disappointed, weak Batman, slow flash. All the movies about Batman took, uh, it took three superheroes and one Batman to stop Superman and they should be called Super League Wasted. <laughs> oh, so. That was that. That's what the internet thinks. Right. Have you watched the movie this week, by the way, Luke? 
I did. Uh, first thing I th- saw on Netflix, apparently Toys, uh, which I watched last week, or was it week before? Can't remember. Uh, mm-hmm. It was on Netflix. That's where I watched it. And I saw the list of the December things happening on Netflix, and it's getting taken off of Netflix December 1st. Oh, it's oh. a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, Why are they taking a Christmas movie off of Netflix December 1st? Very strange. Oh. Uh, and the other one I saw is Logan Lucky. Have you guys seen this? Ha- yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> really good movie. Uh, really good movie. Lots of amazing actors. Uh, yeah. It's a heist heist movie. This is this is a Luke movie. You know what I mean? This yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. So I would recommend it to anybody. Definitely one of the best movies of the year in the top ten, if not the top five. I guess we'll see uh, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Billy, have you seen a movie for some fucking strange reason? No. no, no, I haven't. I've been too interested in what's going on in my belly. <laughs> I I don't think I've seen a movie this week, to be honest. Uh, have I watched a movie this week? Uh, no. Yes. Outlaw. You didn't say anything to me about any movies when we were on the call think... for Survivor Series, but no, I don't think I've seen a movie this week. So, let's go into Survivor Series. Just before we do, while we're on the talk of uh, wrestling, am I one of the only people that's noticed in NXT War Games, the actual War Games match, that the referee was bright orange? No, you're not the only person that's... uh, He was in the... (laughs) He was in the first match as well. He was Was in there a couple times. I didn't notice it in the first match. But yeah, I googled it and nobody's put any pictures online. I keep trying to show people and I keep having to get clips and finding it and pausing it where he is. Because what what happened? Yeah, it, it was a just, dare or something. Somebody dared him or made a bet. I bet you won't get twenty spray tans and go out. They might be doing swerved again, that prank Yeah, show. but they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't uh, do it right before he was going to go out on a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? That just seems weird. They, w- they would set up the swerved if it was, you know, WWE doing it. I bet it's a bet. But that's actually Drake Younger, who was yeah. a pretty famous guy from the indies, like, in the mid-2000s. So, yeah, it was not good to see him as an Oompa Loompa. It, as soon as, because I sort of tend to <clears throat> listen to wrestling and then I'll look up when things are happening. Like I'll be playing on my phone or something. Mm-hmm. And I looked up and just saw him, started laughing, pointed him out to Dick, and Dick couldn't look at anything else after that either. We were just, oh my God, <laughs> we put white gloves on and it made it even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you got such an orange face as well as everything else? And not your head. Your hair's that short. Thank like, your head. Right, as well. he had the crew cut and you can't do the spray tan on on the hair because it would make your hair orange so his head in the back was all white whereas crew cut but yeah, yeah looked really bad uh but overall nxt was good uh, yeah it was a really good pay-per-view tyler really black uh why can't i remember his name right now tyler black and oh velvet dream velveteen dream that match was the best of the whole weekend probably so yeah Really good. Match of the year candidate. Yep. All right. Uh, let's do Survivor Series. I'm just going to do Survivor the matches we series. predicted. There was a couple extra pre-shows, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't matter anyways. Yeah. yeah. 
First pre-show pre match, Enzo Amore defeated Kalisto. Which is what you guys said would happen. Alright. Uh, Team Raw. Oh, no. Uh, let's go. Shield versus, uh, defeated the New Day. They did. Me and Luke said that the Shield would win. Okay. Uh, five on five Survivor Series women's match. Uh, Team Raw defeated SmackDown. Which only Luke said. You were right on okay. that one, Luke. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated The Miz. Yeah, I got a point with Karen Boring. There we go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the champion champion versus champion tag match. Uh, Usos defeated Cesaro and Sheamus. Both of you guys said that too. Okay. I didn't. I've done rubbish on this one. Uh, women champion versus women champion. Charlotte Flair versus uh, defeated Alexa Bliss. I mean. Both of you guys said that too. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated AJ Styles, champion versus championship match. As you both predicted. And I went different. <laughs> and the final match of the night, uh, which was totally screwy, Team Raw defeated Team SmackDown in the 5-on-5 five -five Survivor Series men's match. And Fro said that, and we both said SmackDown. Which ended so, in the most ridiculous way ever, and then on Raw, you got no explanation as to why Triple H attacked Kurt Angle at all. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think they said it was just because he... Oh, no, that was to do with Braun Strowman, wasn't it? Right. They all, It was all about him and Braun Strowman, but they never mentioned, well, why the hell did he attack Kurt Angle? Because he, uh, he could have just let uh, Kurt Angle win the match. Is it all about that Triple H just wanted to be the one that won the match? But they never mm -hmm. mentioned that on Raw. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the results. I got a massive two points. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. Fro, you got five. And Luke mm -hmm. just came first with six. Oh, wow. Yeah. I could have sworn. I, was, I thought me and Fro tied uh, just in my head. But I yeah, guess I'm too. up by one, huh? Okay. Yep. I also counted we tied. No. Nope. You probably no, switched one when Fro we were doing, doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shield. Because you changed that one tag match, remember? You had pick so if you uh, wouldn't have changed, we would have tied, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I got a topic. What do oh. you think is the ultimate in conspiracy theories? Ooh. Ooh. Good question. The ultimate conspiracy theory is, in, did the CIA invent the term conspiracy theory in the 60s to discredit people <laughs> who believed that uh, the government killed John F. Kennedy? Oh, that's a good question. JFK. Yep. So our topic will be, did the CIA invent the term conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorist, uh, to use it to discredit people? And there are actual documents we'll be able to go over from from them on this so it'll be interesting yeah. wow yeah. cool uh it's time for mindhunter episode five uh maybe the episode i have least notes on no joke not yeah, a lot wasn't... i would say this was the least entertaining so far of the episodes to me it was still yeah. a good episode it's as good. far as moving the storyline but it's just like but 
There's a little boring. Yeah. Nothing happening. <laughs> well, no, even the um, bit with the what we're sure is the BTK killer at the beginning. That yeah. didn't he didn't do anything. No, just because I was somewhere. Uh, I've just write down killer post mail. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Then That's we have it. A cred- that was the opening yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have a, a credit scene and we go to Altona in Pennsylvania and they talk about Benny uh, being uh, uh, right around the police man with a mustache. And I ask if we are supposed to know who the fuck this is. Because I was a little confused. Uh, they the talked about it really quick last episode. Remember, they were like, oh, we need to talk to his, uh, the lady who died and ha- got her, uh, self, they, her, she had her boobs cut off. That's just murder. Because <laughs> yeah. we have, like, multiple murders happening here. Um, the one that was left was, in the dump. They let him leave town, even though, uh, it's his wife who died. They let him so leave town without questioning. Suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Bill and uh, Holding is ta- talking about Benny and how he, uh, he is uh, about his dead girlfriend. Beverly Jean is her name, and she's dead. And they talk about how Benny thought, uh, bought an apartment for them. And they talk about his mom and uh, dad. And they talk a little about them fighting. And they talk about that Benny and the girlfriend wanted to wait, uh, but uh, to marriage to have sex. But they did have sex. It comes out uh, before marriage. Yeah, they wanted to wait till they were married before she moved in with him. Right. Apparently. And uh, they say they are from the FBI sex crime unit, and I was like, "What the fuck." That's a blatant lie, isn't it? They never said. Uh, I just assumed it was real, and we just never heard it before. But you could I be right, like, bro. What the fuck? I don't. I think this is a blatant lie. Yeah, lie. I think it was uh, one of their yeah. interrogation techniques. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, Benny starts to cry. Uh, but they don't think he did it because he's too weak. And they are interviewing in the church, and they talk to this lady, and she says that Benjamin is soft. She talks about his childhood, and now I understand it's his mom, because I didn't understand that was clear from the beginning. She was never introduced as his mom. They just <laughs> started uh, talking. They said, like, when they were talking to Ben... Uh, yeah. That they were going to interview his mom, but they, ne- yeah, they never make a point. Oh, ne- let's go talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, they just leave it to, to you to infer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Benny and Frank, uh, and Frank was his mom's boyfriend, were friends, and they had a lot of conversation about family ties. And I get a little confused because it's it was hard to keep uh, straight who was together with who. I was like, what the fuck is going on on, on the scene? But uh, they talk more uh, outside the church, and Bill makes an argument that the person has to be from the town because where they are is a trash place to be. <laughs> yeah, so why right. would anybody come here? And so how why would, would anybody come here and 
kill somebody. That was the argument. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Dr. Time uh, in the cellar uh, talking about what they're doing. She needs more interviews that she so she can do her job. And she wants to leave Holden and Bill alone. But Holden says he can drive her. Or oh, maybe you can drive my car. Toot, toot. <laughs> uh, they talk, talk about Benny's crime. And uh, she wants to know how uh, Holden felt uh, when uh, they were talking to Benny. She's like, yeah, how did you feel? She's, she, was, she's, she was like, almost like interviewing him, getting him to like uh, uh, say how, how he felt in the moment we were talking to, uh, to him. It was kind of absurd. Uh, and uh, she says that uh, they have to use the mythology that they made on on him. And the uh, doctor <laughs> thinks it's about sex and uses uh, and uh, that uh, it was about uh, how to use sex for. Uh, <laughs> for control to control Benny. <laughs> uh, then we go to the airport and uh, they continue to talk about Benny and the crime. Holden and the girlfriend talk about her studying and she shows him some pills that clearly makes her thinner and more awake. And it's speed. Right. Which you could get over the counter, or get, uh, not over the counter, but you could get legally back then from a doctor. Yes. But she got it from a friend, she says. From a friend. And the girlfriend and Holden talks more about Benny. Then they talk about their, her sex life. <laughs> As, I'm like, this is a little ooh la la. I'm a little homage. And she tries to uh, push. Her, um, uh, and and he tries to to push her to say the number of sex partners she had, but Holden Holden's girlfriend doesn't want to tell him. Yeah, right. he's very like more than ten. Did you have more than ten? Is it more than ten? Is it, is <laughs> it more, more than ten? But he's actually, in a way, he's kind of using the interrogation techniques he's been learning, because she walks away, and he's like, it was 10, under his breath as he walks away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did it seem like in in the airport, sorry, Fro, in the airport that he may be getting a little crush on Dr. Carr? Yes, definitely. Okay, that's what I thought as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. They are going to hook up. I think so, yeah, uh, Frank uh, was in a mental uh, hospital. Uh, they use, uh, they get uh, information from uh, Rose's husband, and uh, they uh, get him to the interrogation room. Frank uh, would help uh, Benny. Uh, so this uh, this is Frank. Uh, they are talking to. And uh, they talk about how he got into a mental hospital, how he was uh, attacked uh, by someone with a wrench, 
and he said that he took it from them and it was their fault because he 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 uh, just was protecting himself. Yeah, he broke and her nose with it. He right. broke her nose with it, yeah. And he talks about Beverly, uh, the night Beverly, Beverly dispatched, and he wants to know if he's under uh, superstition. Superstition? No. Suspicious. Very superstitious. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Are you under Stevie Wonder? <laughs> Are you under Stevie Wonder? Suspicion uh, or not? And he found her. Jesus, I can't read my own fucking notes. Uh, he can, and he found her attractive. Uh, they talk about they uh, talking about sex again, and uh, he. Uh, don't think he blow her mind with her sex with, with the sex they had Beverly and uh, Benny and the policeman talks to uh, uh, Holden after an interview they want to talk to Benny again and uh, Benny says they were engaged but didn't have any ring I find that kind of weird, weird. Uh, yeah, she he... said yes, but she uh, he hadn't got her a ring yet. Right, and they hadn't like she wasn't going around telling other people, "Oh, I'm engaged" or anything like that. So it's a right. convenient lie, or conven- It seems like it could be a convenient lie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. he he wanted it, sort of thing, and he was working on wearing her down to actually do it. Yeah, you know what, you know what Beyonce says: if you like it, then you should put a ring on it, or get That's it true. pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he says that they were engaged. Yes, uh, Benny says that uh, he tried to steal Beverly, uh, and be- Benny begins to cry. Aww. Then they are at the pub suddenly, and they talk about Beverly, and uh, that he's the policeman. I I find I, I find that kind of funny. Uh, then they are suddenly in a hotel room, and I find it funny that Holden and Bill sleeps in the same room, and and Holden sits a little too close to him, and right. Bill's like, "Can you move to your own fucking bed?" <laughs> He's like, "Don't we have enough money in our fund to get two rooms?" <laughs> two, two rooms, yeah. And it was a weird hotel room. Why did the bed? I've never seen a hotel room where the beds were across from each other. Like, yeah. that. no, that, that was, was weird. weird. Yeah. And the policeman uh, has something that bugged him, and uh, he wants Bill and Holden to go with him. Uh, then we get the Rose interview, um, and she talks about Benjamin, about her ma, uh, his mom, how old he was uh, when he met Frank. She says that Benjamin thinks she was cheating on him, but she didn't do it. Uh, she gives Frank an alibi, and uh, then we hear a kid crying, and she she needs to go and pick up the uh, the kid. But the policeman tries to scare uh, Rose to tell the truth. She he said, uh, uh, "Tell the truth; it's best for your kids." Right. Uh, yeah. Then we go to the police station, and uh, they want. Uh, uh, warrant, or as I put it here, errant. 
<laughs> they want a warrant for Frank's car. Uh, Rose comes uh, to the police station. She asks if her baby will be okay if she tells them the what happened that night, and they give her that promise. Now she tells that Frank really did that night in a question. She tells that Benjamin called them and asked them to bring some cleaning supplies. And Fred, Frank said something bad had happened, and Benjamin had done something. Frank said that uh, she got mad at uh, Beverly. Benjamin had hit her, and uh, uh, while uh, we hear the story of 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 uh, uh, of how this happens, we see that Benjamin gets arrested, and the police is in his house. Uh, she's seen uh, Benjamin ki- uh, killed her in the ba- bathroom, almost, she said. Uh, there was a lot of blood, but she also, she also like kind of in- interjects that Frank also could kill her. A uh, lot of blood. Uh, she cleaned the bathroom. She tells it all in graphic details. And then she mm-hmm. they ask, uh, ask uh, her, why did you help her? help them and she's like because that's what she's always done she's like I always cleaned that's what I do and then they asked ask her who killed her killed uh, this person and she looks into the camera and says I don't know and we go to black right so we don't know if it was Ben or his brother I think it's his brother-in-law, technically. Yeah, she's brother-in-law, Frank, yeah. Yeah, she's Frank's sister. Right, so now it's like which one of them did did the horrible stuff. Because yeah. I don't think when she saw the body that any of the horrible stuff had been done to it, right? So, yeah. No. So, now uh we move on to choose your own adventure nintendo adventure book mystery monster mix-up part four <laughs> do you want to be told this time since you don't have any lines lines yeah sure oh. i'll do that yeah seven says mario suddenly he finds his legs pumping madly in the in thin air he plummets until he hits stony floor someone lands on top of him Ah! He grumbles. Luigi, get off! Luigi isn't here. It's me, Toad says. Mario stands up. Sorry, he says. Usually, Luigi lands on me. Flop. Mario gets flattened again, this time by the king. I thought we were all goners, the king says, mopping his brow. But where have we gone to? Meanwhile, Mario looks up hopefully. I don't think Luigi is coming. No, fuck. That was you. <laughs> That's me. Oh, I don't think Luigi is coming, says Toad. Let's explore, Mario says. Luigi can take care of himself. He leaps up and bangs into a stone block. Two shiny gold coins fly out. The plumber pockets the coins and looks around. They're in an underground room, surrounded by stone walls. A pitch-black passage is the only way out. 
Mario steps into the tunnel. Beady eyes peer out at him. Excuse me, he says. Clack! Jagged teeth snap inches away from his nose. A round black head surrounded by shiny leaves snarls at him. Yikes! Weird monster! Mario shouts. He dashes back to Toad and the King. Now they hear the clack, clack of hungry jaws. The first of the monsters appears. It has a chain-chomp head, like a nasty bowling ball with teeth. But instead of being chained down, this head is on a flexible muncher plant stalk. More chomp munches appear. They stretch towards their friends, chomping away. Is there another exit? Toad quavers. Mario rolls up his sleeves. We need some pest control, he says to his friends. Uh, Mario collects two coins. Yay! Yay! It's our first th- item, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, got, we've got something. If you think Mario should try to get rid of the monsters, we can turn to page 17. Or, if we think they should try to find some other way out, turn to page 6. Now attack the monsters. Oh, what's he going to attack what? them with, though? You can't it- kill chomp munchers by standing on them. That's true. Uh... He needs firepower. There is no other way out, really, though, right? That's what they said. Yeah, no, no. That's a good point, though, Tilly, but I don't know if this is going to follow video game logic or not. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I'll go with Fro and say fight him. It seems more exciting of a storyline. But if we die, it's you guys' fault. (laughs) Do we have to start back at the beginning if we die? No, we don't. <laughs> I have another one of these books, actually, if we need to do it in the future. And I have more cho- regular Choose Your Own Adventures uh, also. So we'll decide what we want to do next time. But So we are going. We decided to go to 17, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool balloons. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug, Tilly? Uh, but... I would like for humans in general to think more carefully about what they do with their plastics with regards to Mm -hmm. recycling and things and to not release balloons just into the air. If you've lost somebody, don't just release balloons because they don't just go up into heaven. They fall down into the sea and they kill turtles. I hear the biggest one of the biggest things is uh, plastic straws. Yes. You go to a fast food restaurant, ask for them to give you no straw uh, if you can. So. Yeah, do that. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Luke? Uh, WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com. Go check out the TV show. Do it. Uh, I, I guess I'll it. plug the uh, Another Digital Citizen Audible Trial. AudibleTrial.com, Another Digital Citizen. Get a free book and a 30-day trial of Audible. Mm-hmm. Or what about you, from? Oh, there we go. Oh, as I say it, yes. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. You can also check me out. I have a wrestling podcast with that wrestling man. He's a cool dude. Check it out. On the... If you want to hear Survivor Series in depth, because we don't really yes. go into depth, go go check out that wrestling show, yeah. That's wrestling show. We talk about it in depth. Uh, next week, we will talk news of the week. Uh, Mindhunter episode 6 we will do another digital review of Coco at the Coco Coco Cabana no? 
I bet that'll oh, be in there, but it's a cartoon apparently, so I wouldn't be surprised yes. if that's in there. Yeah. Uh, but we will also talk about Cryon. What the fuck is Cryon look? It's kind of like a religion, but uh, it's created by this guy named Lee Carroll, who's a American channeler. So he chan mm -hmm. You know what channeling is? Yeah. I know. As in with dead people. But mm -hmm. this is. I see Carol has authored 13 books on channeling an entity he calls Chiron, who mm -hmm. uh, apparently I think is an alien. So this should be Ooh, fun. Ooh, yay. Always fun with strange religions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from United States of America, from Norway, from Britain, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.